Welcome to episode number 38. Happy Holidays. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast, episode number 38, Happy Holidays. And I'm not just saying Happy Holidays, I really mean that's the title of this episode, Happy Holidays. And when you're listening to this, this is a day or two after uh, the Christian holiday titled Christmas. So we're in between Christmas and the new year. I know there's a bunch of other holidays uh, that have been celebrated in the month of December and coming up in January. But, uh, you know, for us, well, for me at least, I'll speak for myself, Christmas, fantastic, very exciting for us. And uh, in this episode titled Happy Holidays, we discuss our thoughts on the whole holiday season, our holiday traditions, childhood, childhood memories, the most memorable gifts we were ever given or received, our kids and Christmas, our thoughts on re-gifting, and advice for folks with no money for presents. We wrap, pun intended, the episode up with quotes from Joe Osteen, Giselle, and Dan Savage. All right, so how we kick things off, I like to define things uh, just to kind of you know structure the episode. And if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget we drop a new episode every Tuesday morning. Download and subscribe. You won't be disappointed. We're a top-ranked podcast in the world out of hundreds of thousands of beautiful podcasts out there. They have chosen us to be in the top 100 uh, week in and week out, and hopefully we can remain there as, as times are getting better. Uh, the episodes are getting better. We're getting sharper and uh, things are looking up for 2017. But while yeah. we're in the holiday season, I wanted to kind of give a, a little bit of us to you guys of how we celebrate the holidays. And uh, so I'm just going to jump right in and give you guys a definition of holiday by dictionary.com. A day fixed by law or custom on which ordinary business is suspended in commemoration of some event or in honor of some person. I also <laughs> defined Chris, uh, Christmas because uh, that's the holiday we celebrate, um, me and my family, the annual festival of Christian church commemorating the birth of Jesus, celebrated on December 25th and now generally observed as a legal holiday on an occasion for exchanging gifts. All right, if you're new, again, so after we kind of define stuff, we jump into a story, or if we have a guest on, we like to interview them, but for this time, we have a little story, uh, for, and I got it from coolestholidayparties.com, and it's titled... What to give an optimist and a pessimist. Hmm. So, a family had twin boys whose only resemblance to each other was their looks. If one felt it was too hot, the other one thought it was too cold. If one said the TV was too loud, the other claimed the volume needed to be turned up. Opposite in every way. One was an eternal optimist and the other a doom and gloom pessimist. Just to see what happened, at Christmas time, their father loaded the pessimist room with every imaginable toy and game, the optimist rooms he loaded with horse manure. The night the father passed by the pessimist room and found him sitting amid his new gifts, crying bitterly. Why are you crying? The father asked. Because my friends will be jealous. I'll have to read all these instructions before I can do anything with this stuff. I'll constantly need batteries and my toys will eventually get broken, answered the pessimist twin, pacing the op. 
the Optimist twin's room, the father found him dancing for joy in a pile of manure. What are you so happy about, he asked. To which the Optimist twin replied, there's got to be a pony in here somewhere. Wow. Um, so, But that's very interesting because um, the pessimist had everything, I would say, that the new age would... Not Christmas is about, but what the whole Santa Claus celebration is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He received that. Mm-hmm. They all, the toys. Everything they wanted. Everything that every kid ever wants, right? And he got it, but he always found, you know, like the half, half empty, the glass. Yeah. Half empty. There you go. Um, he found something wrong with it at some level. And this just go, goes to show that no matter who you are, and where you are in life. If you don't change the inside thinking, the way you are and how, how you perceive the world, it doesn't matter what kind of possessions you have. Exactly. That will still remain the same. That's why they say, you know, like the happiest people are, they're wealthy um, internally. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and it's not exactly. an external thing. That's not to say that there aren't happy, well, you know, ha- happy people with a lot of money. I'm not saying that, but. It just goes to perfectly show you that money does not buy you happiness. Yes, only having material possessions is not the yeah, not the or, key to or, happiness. Cause right. That's also not to say that having no money doesn't bring you happiness because you'd probably be even more sad. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, and I'm not going into any of that. But I'm just saying if if that's your way of thinking naturally, it doesn't matter what you get. It's yep. it's almost like we I see people hit goals that they wanted their whole life. They hit it, and then as soon as they have it, they're you know, either not complaining about it necessarily, but it's not what you thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're already on to the next thing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, not as appreciative as yeah, it's expectations and all stuff too. Right. Exactly. That's what it's this fake thing. We build, we build stuff up so much in our heads that when we finally get there, it's all right. So let me, let me break something down really quick. So the, the way law of attraction works is we're every, we're constantly giving out vibrations, frequencies, whatever you want to call it, thoughts, and when you when you're on that a same level as the same frequency as something else so if you're on the same frequency as a millionaire or a million dollars right let's just put it in monetary terms when you get there it's almost like nothing to you because you've been there yeah. in that frequency for so long to get there you know what i'm saying i don't know if that makes sense where the difference <clears throat> uh, if you earned it i should say not if you not if you like want it or something like that. That's that's totally different. Because your mentality is already at that level. Yes, exactly. You're already operating. So if you're the kid out there or me myself who was the author before he was an author, that this totally makes sense to you and this should resonate with you mm-hmm. to, to some level. But um, not to get too far off of, you know, the holiday season. <laughs> but this all actually has somewhat, you know, to do with, you know, uh, the holiday season because... The holiday season is, you know, like a time of, um, you know, coming together, sharing family moments, a time of giving. It's it's also a time of reflection where you sit back and think about because it's also the end of the year, so mm-hmm. you're you're naturally already thinking about wrapping up everything. No pun intended, but you're you know wrapping your year up and then you're looking forward to the next year. So you're already naturally kind of in that mindset, and then all of a sudden, if if you donate your time. Or your energy, or something, uh, money, something to a good cause, that should bring you down. You know, even if you had the most successful year ever, there, there, it's a time of being humbled, and it should make you realize how blessed you really are and how far you've actually come 
in you know in life and i say that into the people who are hardworking and actually are you know earned where, where they are mm-hmm. yeah. um cuz we all know you know the other way but uh anyway so when 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 you guys hear that story what do you guys get i know i just kind of went off on a random tangent but with the pessimist and the optimist you kind of do you agree with that do you disagree where what i was kind of saying like it doesn't matter who you or what you get you know, it's the type of person you are. Because the kid literally got a pile of crap exactly. and was hyped. That's the, like, the, yeah, the uh, a pessimist is the ungrateful one, obviously. Right. Because, yeah, because like, you said, like, no, it doesn't matter what you gave them, they're all going to find something wrong with it. And that's what you see, like, I guess, like, always see, like, the stereotypical, like, the spoiled kid, whatever, who, like, always asks for everything, but not, doesn't like anything to actually give it to them. So, it's like, it always just reminds me of that. And, right. I, I just don't get it. Like, I can't, I've never, I can't relate to that kid. I've never. <laughs> no, I, I can't Everybody relate knows that kid, but you just look at him and like, why? Like, what happened there? You're like, why are you, why do you feel so entitled? Like, yeah. What, yeah. What happened to you or who said something to you to feel like, yeah, I deserve that. Or I'm just going to be pissed that I got this or didn't get that. Yeah. You know, that kid is one thing. His excuses were, you know, stupid to me because I'm going to have to read instructions. But it's the kid that says, hey. You know, why didn't I get, you got the bike you wanted, but it's not purple like I yeah, wanted. Exactly. That kid, I just want to, I would mean, oh, I would throw it, I would probably want to just throw the bike in the trash. Like, is that what you want? Oh, is that, is that, is that it? Yeah. And I'd throw, I'd, I don't know, I'd want to just punch him directly in the forehead. It would just drive me crazy. Just, uh, staying on the subject of the optimist and the pessimist, it, it's, it's very, it's a very fascinating topic for me because I, I am naturally a pessimist. And, and not to that extent, though. Yeah. Um, it's other stuff, and I keep it to myself. It's not really stuff that I say out loud, although it might come in a... It might be delivered uh, in a different way. Let's okay. just say that. So it might come out as me being sarcastic, uh, me you know busting chops or whatever. And Okay, so, so somebody back in the day, somebody would do something like, oh, yeah, well, whatever, that's going to crumble, blah, blah, blah. And I would just say something like that. But yeah. then it was... Like I, I would, comment. More. Yes, exactly. Kind of like passive aggressive. But um, but I, I changed my mindset when I came around the right material. And Napoleon Hill says when successful people do stuff a certain way, mm. there's a reason for that. You don't even have to be... I'm a natural pessimist, but I turned into a somewhat optimist because I did stuff a certain way. It wasn't because I completely changed all of a sudden, you know, I got hit over the head with a, a magic wand or something. Um, that was a brutal change, but that difficult thing when we're talking about you saying, you know, like a child feeling entitled that you didn't understand that, like how does, you know, it's a holiday season and this kid got a red bike and he, he wants a purple one or whatever, mm-hmm. vice versa. And, um, you know, how can you be so ungrateful? Because Lord knows what your parents did to right. sacrifice what exactly. they did to get that. Uh, even if they are wealthy, at some point you have to realize that they earned that, you right. know, where they are. Oh, so you're saying like, where does that come from? I don't know where that comes from. I know I can speak for myself. And the reason why I am very aggressive in attaining my goals is because I felt that hunger. Mm. I felt that not getting what that feels like. What I wanted, and it didn't happen, and I felt that whatever that feeling was, that taste in your mouth, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't get it. Like, I thought I was going to get it. Now, I'm not even talking about Christmas. I'm saying, like, me going for a goal and it mm-hmm. not, and just being like, no, I'm getting it. Or I'm going to, next time I'm, you know, I'm going to switch things up. And how can I figure this out, too? This has been happening to me when I, when I entered into the, 
stock mm-hmm. stock industry and uh-huh. and uh studying this and i'm like i wasn't getting it at first and i was so frustrated and then finally i started picking some stuff up picking some stuff up and then i got even more mad so now i'm just completely angry that i want to not angry in a negative way but in a in a in a motivated yes and motivated in a you know using that energy directed towards studying even harder even more and un- i just want to understand it so bad and it just goes back to the old saying that Life doesn't happen to you. People don't understand. This is why. This is why I mentioned how random it sounds like. This is why I mentioned the law of attraction. Life happens for you, and we are here to receive those lessons. It's our job to reflect. It's like a the quote I just heard today, and I posted it today. It says, "I pray, not wish. I have a God, not a genie." So it's it's like one of those things. It's like. You that life happens for you. It's it's teaching you so many things and it's holding you back. If you're you know if you're believing in these kinds of things, and if if people are out there saying, oh, that's all like this all hippity hoppity whatever in the world, some like hippie stuff that you guys believe in that, yo, for you real like hardcore people who you know wherever you're tough or whatever. Listen to whatever Michael Jordan says. Listen to Muhammad Ali. Listen to LeBron James. Listen to Conor McGregor. If you go on, type in anything motivation, right, in 2016, anything motivation that's going to motivate you for fights, they have Conor McGregor talking on these things now Mm -hmm. because he's in interviews and he's literally talking about the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. Conor McGregor is a... UFC world champion in two different weight divisions currently as we speak we're in December end of December in 2016 and this guy is fully believer in the law of attraction and he talks about it in the middle of his interviews mm-hmm. now fighting is a physical thing right when people say oh that's all uh, law of attraction is like all spirituality kind of like just random stuff right okay well what he does is such a it's such a physical thing mm-hmm. so why is it working for him that that makes you think because normally it's like oh well you're it's because oh it's only it's always like you know uh, self help people or personal development people this guy's like a a counselor or you know some type of life coach or something like that of course you believe it that's 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 your profession mm-hmm. okay well what happens when this this dude is the most paid UFC fighter in the history has made history has two world champion belts currently is holding both of them right talks possibly the most smack you'll ever hear. But he backs up what he's, you know, talking, right? How, what's not working then? He's literally the the manifestation of everything we talk about. Literally. This dude, it just listen, listen to this guy's interview. He is like a 17-year-old skinny, scrawny kid talking about he's going to be a UFC world champ. Mm-hmm. 10 years before it even happened. 10 years. He's like 28 now. And there's interviews of him at 18 years old. I'll be a world class champion. I'm gonna be not, not even world class champion of the UFC. It took he was in other leagues and he was overseas. So that's hard. UFC is based out of the United States mm. and California. Mm. Uh, he's like on. Irish or something too, right? Yeah, he's straight from Ireland. So anyway, so I just said all that to bring it back that yeah, we're talking about holiday season. We're talking about happy holidays, but we're also talking about stuff that pertains to everyday life and what Manny was pointing out he doesn't understand the the pessimist or the ungrateful kid and neither do I and I, I don't know if I can explain it or whatever but that's somewhat where you know how you can avoid that 
or or how you can maybe if if you are that person overcome that is understand that life is not happening to you it's happening for you it's so that you can learn and the reason why and you ever ever experienced something that just keeps happening to you like mm-hmm. there's this dude I was just talking to some guy and he kept he kept saying like I keep I'm I keep I'm living paycheck to paycheck I was like well how long have you been living paycheck to paycheck excuse me he says for the last four years hmm. I'm like dude you realize that for four years. The reason why this keeps happening to you is because you're not learning a lesson. You're not learning the lesson. It's happening for you. Understand that. It's not happening to you. You are are applying yourself to life. If you're working paycheck to paycheck for four years. Now, everyone has a plan. Everyone's going to, you know, excuse me, not everyone's going to be, you know, rich and famous or whatever in the world. But there's things you can do to live a very nice, humble life that you don't have to necessarily be living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. You live within uh, your means. At that right. Because obviously right. you're still living beyond that if you're still living paycheck to paycheck. Exactly. And and it could be, yeah, it could not be, it might not have anything to do what he's bringing in home. It could be, it's how he's using it or utilizing right. it. Um, and and from what I understand, the guy actually makes like decent money, but it's, it's one of those things is like, I know that happened to all of us at one point. Yeah. This, this one thing just keeps happening to us and you're just like, oh, frustrated. Like, oh man, it's always happening to me and I don't I don't understand. That's it. It's trying, it's the world, the universe is giving you feedback. That's its feedback. It's like you aren't expressing yourself at your, you're not, you're not going at your full potential here. So, you know, change something. You're not feeling, this doesn't make you feel comfortable. Make a change, do something different. Mm -hmm. You can't, for the life of me, thinking about that, it's almost, I'm getting almost like anxious thinking about this dude's doing the same thing for four years. Yeah. People do it for 40. Mm Yeah. Okay. And I'm just talking about four years. That's actually not that bad. There's people who do it for 40 years years that their entire lifestyle was is paycheck yeah. to paycheck yeah i read uh i read a, a quote today um from a book i'm reading and i'm paraphrasing and i'm probably gonna butcher it but it said uh some people get 20 years of experience others get the same experience for, for 20, 20 years. years and i was yeah. like damn <laughs> i started giggling and i was like it's so true he's yeah. like they'll they'll just do enough to never get fired and that quote right there kind of says it all kind of encapsulate the whole thing it's sad it is so, um, so that's going to be Johnny, who's the pessimist. What we just explained is going to be Johnny, the pessimist. That's <laughs> yeah. what he's going to be. Until yeah. he changes thought process. Yeah, come on, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know what, man? Uh, maybe one of the things that will happen to him, that would happen for him, will be one of those years where the family's not doing so hot financially, mm-hmm. and then you he's not able to get all those you know, yeah. toys and all those mm-hmm. cool, what's it called? And guess what? Henry, who say, Happy Henry... Henry is still going to find some positive, mm-hmm. you know, way of, you know, making a situation. I mean, the dude got crap, literally. literally yeah. And was excited because he was thinking there has to be a horse or a pony here somewhere. So here's the crazy thing about that. The kid who wants to find a pony in a pile of turds, you want to give more. Like, my God, yeah. I wish yes. I could give him everything he ever wanted, right? And the kid who got everything that a kid would want... You want to take it all away from them. Isn't it interesting how that works? So the more thankful you are, the more you're probably yeah. going to receive. You just keep putting those good vibes out. If that isn't, if that doesn't tell you, 
you know, if that doesn't give you an example of law of attraction or, or exactly. whatever you want to, you know, throw out there in the world, if that doesn't tell you, think about it on, just on a basic level. When you give something to somebody and they're ungrateful, you immediately want to take it back. Yes. Yep. When you give something to someone who looks at you and tells you thank you through the moon, you want to give them, whether it be money, if you gave them five bucks, you wish you would have gave them 40. If you gave them, you know, if, and then the pessimist, if you gave them the one dollar, you know, and he's like, that's all you gave him was a dollar and you just want to give him a penny or just take it all away and wish you never gave him anything. Yeah. Isn't that like, I just thought about yeah. that. That's the most interesting thing in the world right now to me. It's like, wow, why do I want to give you more when you're so appreciative? You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It comes in droves. Absolutely. Uh, they understand all the, the meaning behind it. I guess. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And e- even if they don't fully, at least to some extent. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because sometimes uh, there's people who are grateful and you're like, they don't even know what you sacrifice. I know this might sound crazy, but there's, um, since we're in the holiday season, we're watching all these like Christmas cartoons and Mm -hmm. whatever. And there's like a white Christmas or Mickey's, Mickey something Christmas. It's like from 1999. Not the um, Christmas story, is it? Christmas story. Like the, the, you know, the Scrooge thing. Not that, not that, right? No, no. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, anyway, it's like a Merry Christmas, Mickey something. it was amazing. I keep saying 1999 because every time I see the title on like my uh, my TV yeah, like guide cable. thing, it says it, yeah, it says 1999. It out, yeah. So it's always stuck in my mind. So in, in the in the movie, Mickey and and Minnie are dating or whatever, and they have things to do during the day, and it's you know it's Christmas, and uh, Mickey has a harmonica that he he plays and performs for you know like for all kinds of children who, you know, aren't, you know, well off or whatever. And he's doing all this stuff. So he wants to get her, I forget what it is, like a necklace or something like that. I, for, I forget specifically what the gift is. So he trades in basically his most prized possession to get her a gift. Mm. Well, whatever he gets her was for something that she had. Mm-hmm. And so she did the same thing for him to buy a case for his harmonica. So when they exchanged gifts, he had a case but had no more harmonica, and then he gave her I forget what it was, and she didn't have you know the other component or whatever. It, it's when you see like little things like that, or and it, it, how little that was, but it meant everything. There's a story in the Bible that talks about I, th- I think it was like a prostitute or something. Uh, Jesus was in this town, and I guess they were giving like an offering or whatever, and he was just saying you know give whatever. Know, you know, whatever you want from the bottom of your heart, whatever it was, um, people were given $100 bills or whatever, whatever the equivalent was for back in the day. Yeah. yeah, whatever that was. So like a lot of money, thousands of dollars, and they're just dumping it in. And this prostitute came up and put like two pennies in there or something like that. And one dude, I guess somebody like chuckled or whatever. And Jesus turned to him and he's like, what are you laughing about? That's literally all she has. That's Every, she gave me everything. This guy might have gave me a thousand dollars, but he has ten thousand in the bank. Right. She has two pen, two pennies, and she gave me gave it to me all. That he said, that's what I'm talking mm. about. That's what I want. When you give everything you have, not just a portion, not just a small little thing. So it just comes back full circle when we're talking about happy holidays. That to me, I always think of like this is a season of giving, mm-hmm. and I always look for. It, and I'm thinking about the Mickey and Minnie example. And this example I just gave with uh, the Bible or whatever, it's this giving this and and what Manny you're talking about when you give somebody something and they're grateful for it, mm-hmm. um, that's a whole thing. But then it comes back to who you are as the giver. Right. If you're the giver and you're expecting, that's not fully giving. Um, so when you're giving, and I'm not even talking about monetary, but if you're expecting for that reaction, that is not truly giving. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the most purest form. Now, people might argue me, argue with me on that, but it's true because that means 
you're doing it because you're you're getting something out of it, which is a as a form of payment. Whereas true giving is releasing without uh, retrieving anything in return. Mm-hmm. True giving, the true meaning of giving is not wanting or caring. It's giving to somebody or something who can't pay you back ever. Right. Think about that. Like a child or yeah, something. Like right. you, you know they're not, they can't give you anything. They don't have jobs or anything like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you give it to them. That feeling, you know you're not getting anything in return, right? Mm-hmm. And you just see what's their reaction, what it is. But that's addicting. And that's why uh, one of my goals um, it is to be a... Uh, a philanthropist. Yes. A person who gives to, uh, you know, other people uh, w- without basically receiving anything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, that, that is one of my goals is to, uh, I don't know to what extent or whatever, but because there's something about giving that yeah. is like, <clears throat> as they say, the greatest among them is a servant. Yeah. Because you're giving, you're constantly giving, giving, giving. Mm-hmm. And what you put out. It's what you, you'll receive. Yeah. And sometimes, depending on where it's from or what your source is, it could be tenfold. So it's it's this this time of season. When I say reflect, like use like some deep thoughts or whatever. Because I seen like I was watching like some videos of me as a kid um, watching other people open up their gifts, and I was just in full fledged excitement. Mm-hmm. Like I could not wait to see their face, mm-hmm. um, and I still get like that. Like if I'm still eight, nine, ten years old. When I buy somebody something, I'm so even like these things. I made plaques for the guys here in the podcast. We were in 2016. We hit the top 100 podcasts in the world. Blah blah blah. And one of two of the plaques, I misspelled the word podcast. And um, I was excited to give it to them. Just even like working on, it, I'm like, oh, they're gonna think this is hilarious because it's like freaking made out of wood and is our first year and it's so poor looking and. But it's probably going to be the best one that we have ever. Even if they give us like a million dollar diamond plaque, the first one that we ever had was this mm-hmm. that Jim made. <laughs> you you, pour, you poured your heart and soul into. Yeah, but um, no. But anyway, you know the season of giving. It's it's. Uh, I I like to uh, think of you know things like that. I mean, there's this there's this classic movie that my mom watches. I think it's called something shoes or, or shoes. I I don't know. It's like a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Christmas right. shoes. I think it's called. But anyway, um, if you ever get a chance, look that look this story up. I, I think it's it's you know it's a book, but there's also a Hallmark made it into a movie. But it's fascinating what this little boy does, all the stuff that he does just to get these shoes for his mom, who I believe is dying from cancer or something oh, like God. that. But yeah, 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 it's it's a it's tearjerker. Yeah, tearjerker for sure. But um, yeah, I mean those are the things. Those are the things I think of. You know, when it comes to the whole giving thing with the holiday season. It's, 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 and I think it's when you get older, uh, you get to reflect on a much deeper level Mm -hmm. and get to see things because you experienced a lot. And that's the reason why I was saying, like I was saying earlier, life happens for you. This is the time if you're, if you're a grown person, you should be taking in way more than just presents Mm -hmm. for you to just seriously celebrate something for the gifts. I mean, that's beyond, that's so childish. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm saying don't take, get gifts or nothing like that, but I'm saying like, it's such a fantastic time to be in that spirit of yeah, giving and definitely. receiving and reflecting. And it's like, dude, look how far you came. Right. Right. That's a gift in itself. The fact that you're still alive is the gift. And the fact that like 
when you get older, time just goes by so quickly. It's like that, yeah. that you need that that time to be with family to just see everything, you know, to kind of remember everything that's happened yeah. throughout the year. And then to let the cycle begin again. Then yeah. you get the get to live, you know, through your, the excitement of your children or, right. you know, family members, cousins mm-hmm. and nieces and nephews and whatever. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's a fantastic time. One of my favorite times of the year. But, um... So what what are you what, what do you guys think of when you think of like the holiday season? Uh, for the holiday season, it's the time of giving. It, it's what it is. Um, you know, and you go through cycles, like you said. Like as a kid, you just couldn't wait to receive. You were so excited to just get something. You know that was is out of the norm, right? You, you yeah. never you, Christmas was never the norm. This yeah. is the time you got like the game systems and you know everything big that you wanted, the bike and all that stuff. So this was the time where you got all that exciting stuff. Um, and then as I got into a, teen, a teenager, I it was a starting over period for me. I used to open my gifts and go upstairs and put them away and like start setting up my year. Because like, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. off for school, so I everything. Yeah. I would go, kind of sounds stupid, but I would go and I'd like tidy up my drawers, like get my drawers together, get my socks together. I would fold my shirts and I would be ready. I would already be ready for the year. Yeah. And that's the holidays for me was kind of a new beginning going into the new year. Yeah. And as you get older, um, we went to a soup kitchen one time in college. Um, and that was kind of a, a, a mind blower just to see that there were people out there that literally did not have anything to eat. And just to give your time, um, and just for them to be so appreciative, yeah. uh, was cool. And, and the fact that we could help, it wasn't even helping the experience wasn't helping the people who couldn't eat. It was helping the people who were providing the food. You could tell that they had a, just a sheer lack of manpower. Yeah. And the appreciation for them, to, it said that you took such a load off just being here. Yeah. That felt really good. And that's when I started to, and it was during the holiday season. That's when I started like, man, giving is, it feels really good. It's kind yeah. of, it fills you up. Yeah. Um, I, I much rather give something to somebody than receive something. Mm. For, for sure. Me. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Gabe? Well, cause, I mean, for me, like, I mean, especially growing up, older is like, it's, it's different now just because um, I'm in a different situation now anyway, but growing up, like, we, like because of religious reasons, we didn't celebrate holidays and, you know, birthdays and stuff. So right. it was kind of like, you know, kind of like, you know, obviously all of us here are Christian in some form or another, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you know, you understand like the Jewish religion and stuff like that, you know, they're there, but you don't celebrate them. So you, yeah. you understand the meaning there, but it's like, it's just something that's there. Exactly. And that's what me growing up, it always was like that until like pretty much I was 18 and stuff like that even after that like and obviously you can't be no out of sight out of mind because obviously the christmas it's, it's everywhere yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's not like you can and at walmart it's up at uh in august so yeah, right. yeah exactly especially now <laughs> like a lot of stuff comes out earlier and earlier now yeah, especially yeah. nowadays but i mean it's it's now like i have friends now who are like obviously with oh y'all was like that i i actually you know I, in some form or another you know i you know i have some kind of celebration or some kind of acknowledgement sure. of it now right than i did before, growing up too but it's still like for me it's always it's I guess it's harder to get into like the Christmas period because I, I I haven't done it for so long and even yeah, now yeah. like in the past like few years it's a little more more into it but it's like still it's it's such a a mentality of that that I don't really pay attention like I like you don't you just don't do it so it's yeah, like, yeah so it's it's weirder for me like to have that I mean I understand like obviously doing stuff like you know if you do like soup kitchens like I that stuff is awesome and stuff like that. so I wouldn't mind you know I would do stuff like that but like just the actual like the Christmas stuff that, is just that doing that one time alone. That would you'd be it's kind of uh it'd be it's addicting I don't know for yeah. me it was anyway I was like man I wish I could do because like all even stuff time. like we like even go to grocery store now like they have like like Acme does stuff for, like there's one radio station that does like every year they have like a food drive and like they yeah. have like ten dollar mm-hmm. bags you can pick them and go so we I've done stuff like that or you know the other stuff like so I don't mind I don't like I said I don't mind giving right other things so, like but 
I mean, and that's why I'm terrible now, especially with that's what is with getting gifts. Like I'm like terrible. It's like I yeah. don't. I feel like like I not that I don't deserve it, but it's like I I'm always weird with that just because it's always it's never been about a certain day. It's always yeah. like if you're gonna do something nice, you're gonna do something nice whenever. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. it doesn't have to be in a certain holiday and all this stuff. So it's like that's my mentality now. Is like I feel weird about certain situations because I'm not used to having to focus on certain certain days, certain right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Um, so so we talked about kind of you know what we think. Uh, or what the holiday season is for us. I, I, I actually like, I appreciate uh, Gabe's view because it's it's coming from a totally different uh, perspective, totally different spectrum too. It's it's kind of interesting seeing someone kind of like peek inside the house kind of thing, like looking in like, right. what is that? What is that? You know, what's going on? And then almost like it's gotten so big that you have to be a part of it. Just yeah. like you said, it's like, it's not an Addis like Edomite thing because it's in your face at all times. That's very interesting. It's it's kind of um, it exploded into something totally. Uh, I believe that. I don't know if it was you know panned panned out or planned out to be this way or if it just panned out to be this way, but they say you know like it's so commercialized at this point yeah. that it makes you it's a what people fail to realize that although the word has. Christ in it, yeah. people fail to realize that it's a religious holiday. Yeah. Um, and they take it as the Santa Claus. And, you know, Jesus Christ has been replaced with Santa Claus. And uh, and the actual celebration of giving has been replaced by a Christmas tree mm-hmm. with 500,000 different gifts that cost uh, way much more money than people need to be spending anyway. And, and, you know, basically, you know, screwing themselves up. Most of the people are screwing themselves up financially just to compete with someone else or just to satisfy someone else's i don't even know like uh, infatuation with the holiday i don't even know what you call it i don't know i just feel like sometimes i don't even feel like sometimes i just feel like at this point people fed in to the whole um i think to the whole corporate portion of this holiday now no of course and especially like especially since stuff like you know they start christmas music immediately after like right. either thanksgiving or like almost like practically in holiday i mean Hall- halloween and stuff like that too like but uh, absolutely that everything starts so much earlier that's pushing it's obviously everything uh, has to be holiday 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 yeah. and everything gets thrown in your face so much now it's all about the consumers it's about the dollar yeah. you know what absolutely. i mean it's about making money so the earlier you push it the more people get in the spirit the more they'll spend and it's you know it's it's consumer driven you know money driven absolutely which is- and i believe in my my personal belief this is mine this is not when I'm talking, uh, this is Jimmy Lee. Uh, this isn't the views of everyone here sitting at the table. But for me, um, that's the that's the whole you know Christian. That's the Christian's fault. That's our faults as Christian that we allowed our holiday to be exploited. Yeah. Think about any other religion and what holiday is exploited for them. None. Yeah. We have Easter exploited with the Easter bunny. We yep. have Christmas exploited with uh, Santa Claus. Um, and, and it's and it's like this stuff that, and it's all because of money. The Easter yeah. bunny was created for money. The free, Santa Claus has been created because of money. And people will go back into all these stories as to say what where they originated from. Yeah. Like, dude. And if and even if it was, it's being exploited to a point where it's it's nauseating. Yeah. People fighting each other just to get a deal. Yeah, that's what uh, the Black Friday and all that stuff is. Yeah, it gets outrageous. But yeah, I mean, it's it's and that that 
you don't see any other uh, religions getting you know uh, their holiday exploited to the extent of this. Yeah, because they protect it. They're the, it's an actual holiday to them. It, it's 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 a belief. It's something that they they actually cherish. Where I think at some point we allowed it to go somewhere where it shouldn't it shouldn't ever be it should have never come to what it is right now yeah. ever to having the point that we're having discussions that people are leaving their thanksgiving dinner table just to get a deal on something for another holiday that's not for another month yeah, people don't exactly. do that in other religions only in christianity did we let it turn into some commercialized crap that half the people who are even celebrating Christmas aren't even Christians or they don't they're not even practicing. They don't even believe none of this stuff. You have yeah, atheists exactly. and all these crazy knuckleheads uh out there that are celebrating Christmas. But not because of the religious holiday, but because it's gifts under a tree and their their kids want they want to, you know, make their kids happy. They made it like we allowed it to be basically a joke. And that's sad on a very deep level. And I you know, I always, I, I, I literally get frustrated every year with, you know, I have conversations with people. I'm always talking about it. It's not me, you know, coming, you know, it's not that take away from certain things. My thing is it's, it's, it's like, it's like uh, what they say too much of one thing, right? Yeah. It's the level that it got, got, has gotten to is what yeah. I mean. It's not saying, oh, no, no, don't buy each other stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it got to a level. Literally people are taking out credit cards. People yeah. are going way beyond what the you know what the point of all this was yeah. um and even if it was when people can be oh the three wise men came and they brought gifts uh to to the newborn king okay okay each of them had one gift yeah exactly let's let's all bring it back to basics people were infatuated with loading up the christmas tree yeah. underneath the Christmas tree and just loading up how much can i get and then it turns into this like little secretive competition with friends and family, gifts and, getting higher than the tree or something. Yeah, 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 and 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 or or not even if the the family members want it to be that. It's like they don't want their kids to be left out of not having the new sneaker or the new game system yeah. or the new whatever it is. What what, what back in the day was like the Furbies and now it was like the weird with the Hatchable or whatever the heck that thing is like that people. Oh my gosh, I see that all all that over people the like place. going to stores, waiting in lines, and then beating each other up for it. It's like, and 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 then <laughs> you have like. People buying it for however I don't even, I think this thing's like fifty bucks. Like yeah. I think it's an actual fifty dollar toy. They're selling it for like six hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, and then you get people buying it and then selling it like on you know all these other sites, these all eBay yard sales or whatever. Yeah, uh, for like quadruple the amount, which is or whatever they can get for it. But yeah, which is kind of is just crazy. Gotta love the holiday season, guys. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you yeah. So um, so just kind of staying along with that. Do you guys have uh, like any traditions or? Well, I know Gabe, you probably won't have necessarily like a tradition, but do you? Well, I, I would say because obviously, like no matter what, you always had that time off. Yeah, so it was yeah like, true. So like, I remember when we were younger, it was like obviously this is going back when we still had like like blockbuster and Hollywood videos over like that. We used to get like oh, wow. a bunch of movies for like the week and just like you know chill and watch movies all week long. Yeah, like, and, you know, we obviously we, we just hung out at the house because obviously we didn't really do it. Obviously, do the traditional like holiday dinners and stuff like that too, but we. We were all home, so we, we yeah. had the time to spend together. So it was still awesome. still kind of along the same lines, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. That's awesome. For for us, it was family. I mean, growing up, me and Jim are yeah. first cousins, so we would go to Grandmom's house and get 
stuck in there like sardines and grandma would make food and we would just it'd be a lot of yelling if you've ever been in a puerto rican household they're (laughs) talking to each other but it's just screaming the the baseline is is yeah 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 yeah. they're they started like if it goes up to 10 they start at eight so um and that's what it was and you watched horrible horrible tv because there was oh oh, it was awful because cable wasn't what it is now there's no netflix okay let's turn on this story and yeah you know, well, I only had, you know, three, six, ten, and 29, and that's what we rolled on, <laughs> yeah. man. Whatever was on Fox, we were watching. Um, but that was it. Like, as a kid, that's that's what I remember um, going to, to Grandma's house and having to get dressed. I never understood why you had to get, like, in your Sunday best to go to dinner, and not even 10 minutes there, you were, like, sweating something <laughs> nasty. Like, it was, we were sweating profusely, and you had eight kids walking, I guess, running around this little living room yeah and we were stuck in there and, and and then you did that from what five to six till about 10 o'clock to you know until the parents were like all right we guys we, we got to get to bed because Anna's coming and we're like all right let's go let's get out of here yeah you know and then that was it and, and then we woke up that morning and then went to Wayla's house again and had breakfast or <laughs> vice versa either went christmas eve for dinner or christmas you woke up and then everybody exchanged gifts at that point and there was what how many kids were there at that point it had to be 12 of us it was a lot it was a lot for us uh for us for the velez squad we always did christmas day for at Wayla's because uh christmas eve we would do my uh my oh that's right. Side. that's right that's right that's we right would, uh my aunt laura and my uncle ruben's house and but it was basically it was literally the same, same thing, thing. Right. it was everyone packed into this little house and man we had a ball and then it was cool for us because then we we were um like like I said, like growing up, we went to church like three times a week. So we always had something going on with church or whatever. And then right after that, we would go to my aunt and uncle's house or whatever it was and do something there, hang out. We exchange gifts and party and eat. It was freaking fantastic. That's funny you say that because you always wonder, like, oh man, we're going to be stuck, you know, stuck there like sardines and their kids are going to hate it. But I remember as a kid, like, you didn't know any better. what you did. You know, you thought made, it was great. Yeah, you, I sat on the step most of the time and just like you, you ate your food on the step, and I didn't know any better. Like I can't look back and say, "Man, that was awful." It's like that's yeah. how I grew up. So as a yeah. kid, they don't care. It's usually the parents because I'm usually projecting that. It's like, "Oh, man, it's gonna be hot there." Yeah, you know, I'm projecting my feelings on the kids. CJ's gonna be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's me that was yeah. was worried about it. I remember go, having to go upstairs just to get like cool because it was like cooler upstairs. Cooler upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go in that one room you weren't allowed in. It was. It was or Room, like, oh my God, it's nice but on tradition level like my brother got into this last year um and he started a tradition of movies and um gingerbread houses mm, nice. so last year we did everybody had their own little gingerbread house like you, you buy them in a box um, apparently they're good forever and you made your gingerbread house. Each individual person made their gingerbread house, decorated as they wanted, and they made a town. We made a town out of it. Nice. So this year... So you guys went to town. We went to town. Literally went to town. So this year, my in-laws are coming down, so there's going to be probably you know two or three more houses added onto it. So nice. So it's become quite the... You know, CJ actually, my son got like, super excited about it. My daughter's excited about it. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll do that Christmas Eve and you know go home and, and and chill. But at least it's something to do because before you know my brother would always say we don't have any traditions. He was super upset last year. He's like yeah. I'm starting one, 
And it turned out to be something that now we look forward to. Like, oh, that'll be cool. Like, yeah, it'll be, yeah. it's something doing Christmas Eve rather than sitting there watching TV and, and kind yeah. of being like just bored. Yeah. Well, I mean? well, the one thing I didn't realize, what well, I heard, I still haven't made a gingerbread house that you can't. I thought you, I thought you could eat that afterwards. No. I didn't realize they were just like, like some. It's essentially a decoration. That you yeah, put together. yeah. They're yeah, not. I mean, they're yeah. edible, but they're not delicious. It's yeah. not gonna be like, oh man, they're it's made so to just. Yeah. Everybody put their hands on, and just put together. <laughs> yeah. It's gross too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did the uh, the gingerbread house thing think the last year or two in a row as well but uh we we in the spanish community we have uh uh bajandas and that was a tradition that uh we do but it's basically um it's 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 christmas caroling Mm -hmm. um so you go in um you know (laughs) groups of people and you literally go caroling uh, but you do it late at night it's not like this you know you do it like in the middle of the day it's late at Ugh. night, and it's basically to borderline be obnoxious to the person. You know, you know the person too. You're not oh, okay. going to a random yeah. person's house. It would say like I would go, I would go to Manny's house, mm-hmm. and it'd be like you know four o'clock in the morning. No, <laughs> well, you also don't want to. You know, you don't. It'd be pretty late though. Like I, my parents would. Be, I remember waking up. I mean, it'd be ten, eleven. Like you're kind of borderline going to sleep. Okay. Yeah. And then they'd wake you. you Abs- know, oh yeah, yeah. The point is to wake somebody up. It's it's to it's to like kind of get them in their wind down time so oh, they're okay. winding down their day or whatever it is oh, yeah. and you're supposed to be like we're playing all kinds of instruments and oh, it gets to the okay. point where it's crazy where you're playing you just bring pots and pans whatever it could be like obnoxious mm-hmm. the original point was to actually play real music okay and then it got to be where it's a bunch of people where sometimes it eventually happens where no one's really uh musically inclined so everyone's just like just boop, 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 boop. it's like all this crazy loud whatever and they just and then they're whatever kind of embarrassed too at the same Times our neighbors can hear and all this stuff. Oh, so yeah, like, get in the house, get in the house. <laughs> and it's kind of this thing to like force your will on, like make me coffee and donuts or whatever. Or, like some sometimes, I mean, I mean, I remember growing up, people like would make food, like all go all out, like make these huge pots of soup and like mm. rice, and like my, it was this like crazy. Like around this time, my mom always had uh, an extra cheese thing, and crackers. cheese and crackers, cheese and crackers and, and, and pepperoni, humongous uh, jar of coffee. Yeah. Like all like on deck because she knew it was gonna happen. The yeah. one the one most memorable for me was um it was I forget what church it was, but they came in, they were legit. They had the cuatro, they yeah, had yeah, yeah. which is a small guitar, yeah. um, the congas, they had they came ready to go. There was twenty five 30 of them now my mom came you know she came from um, from puerto rico the island so she was used to this my mom was so excited to have that like it just took her took her back to home took to her childhood yeah and i remember my brother and i sitting on the steps and my dad i think he had work the next day this bloodshot eyes just looking at everybody like i gotta get up in a little bit here but my mom was in heaven and i just i remember that like i remember thinking about that fondly too because i hear and it was people just singing it was it was it was obnoxious you're right it wasn't borderline it was just obnoxious but it was awesome at the same time it was like what is happening right now yeah it was great that is like that's the actual point yeah i mean right it's to celebrate it's it's to um to get people in the spirit um you also have to be aware of who whose house you're going to Mm because i remember we've been stood up and we can clearly see the people are there. We know they hear us. They turn lights on and everything. And we've just been stood up. So it's funny. So you get, as you, you know, as the years progress, you know who to go to, who's mm-hmm. going to open mm-hmm. a door no matter what. I yeah. mean, they, they really don't care. But um, it's fun, man. You got to try it. If, if you haven't done it, find your fellow, like, 
token Spanish person that you know, um, if that's not your you know background or heritage or anything like that, and I'm telling you, you ask them, what is a paganda? We yeah. need to do one. Um, it sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah. It's Christmas caroling, guys. But you're singing, and uh, no one's good at it. It's almost <laughs> like you know blinded karaoke, and uh, it's horrible songs that no one even remembers the lyrics to. <laughs> um, it is a ton of fun. Yeah, it's good. But um, anyway, so moving on with me, uh, one of the one of the traditions that uh, I've started now with my little family is cutting down a Christmas tree. Growing up, we've always had artificial Christmas trees because my mom is supposedly allergic to trees. That's what she told my dad. Put that in quotes or putting that in quotes on on the air here. Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll go with the allegedly. Allergic to Christmas trees, which is hysterical now that like not now that i think of, we've all like as an adult when we, we like realize like that sounds like the most made up thing ever but uh yeah so anyway so long story short my wife grew up with um real real trees so so my wife's family they went they would just go to like your traditional like they're already cut kind oh, of like corners, corners or whatever yeah. and just buy them whatever okay and that's the people around where I live, that's what they did too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got invited uh, our first year to go to an actual tree farm and mm. chop down the tree. I say chop, but it's really saw down. I thought I was actually going to chop. I thought someone was going to give me an ax. I was going to chop this thing down. But it's actually better. You don't want it chopped because it's a disaster. It's a it mess. It's uneven. Yeah. So when you have it, they give you the saw. You're actually sawing, oh. you know, right through it. It's, it's really cool. So you got to, you go in this tree farm, you're walking around, you actually get to pick the tree that you want, they give you like measuring sticks. So, you know, kind of relatively, hopefully, you know how big your house is and the space that this is going into. Um, you you pick a foot tree. Yeah. You don't want no, because out there you're outside, there's no ceiling. Right. So everything looks kind of little. Yeah. And you don't know until you bring it in the house. Like, Oh my goodness, this thing is huge. Mm. Our first one was like this big tubby like (laughs) tree. And we had no idea. It looked normal to us, but when we brought it in the house, I literally had to trim it because it didn't fit in the house. I trimmed it like I was trimming like, you know, like a bush outside or something. <laughs> and like my uh, tree trimmers or whatever the hell they're called. Uh, anyway, so then you pick your tree, you, you, you saw it down. They even have carts that you put it on. And it's, a, it's almost like a, it has like three little wheels or two little wheels and you just cart it off. Oh. So you're not like dragging this tree down um, at this specific place anyway. And then uh, they get it, they put it on a tree shaker. So it shakes off all the loose pine. Okay. Then they then they cut the bottom of it with an actual you know a gas powered saw, so it's mm. a perfectly even thing. Oh, okay. They'll drill a hole in the bottom of it, so when it gets dipped in water, the water can go through you know the bark or whatever. And then they put this plastic netting over it and goes through this tube thing. So now it's like this little, big, huge like arrow basically, and then you can throw it on top of the roof. So it's all this like, it's very well thought out. Um, and it's a process. Like the first time I was chopping mine down or sawing mine down, I looked crazy. Like I looked like I was humping the tree. <laughs> I didn't know. I never sawed the tree down before. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. So, um, so now that's, we've done that every year now. Okay. Uh, so like that's our thing. And uh, it, it's turned out to be, it's, it's basically me like mumbling underneath my breath the whole time. And my Fuck wife, off. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ever watched home alone, Mm. And uh, the short, the short, uh, what was, what's his real oh, name? Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci. If you ever watch Joe Pesci get frustrated when his head gets flamed off uh, from the doorknob or whatever it was, when he walks into the back door. Or anytime he gets hit by one of the, the traps. Yeah. yeah. 
and he dips his burnt head into the snow. It always makes me laugh. And he's like, <laughs> and he, whatever. That's me chopping down a Christmas tree. Uh, Side note: is, Fantastic Christmas movie. Oh, one of my favorite. That's that's what I. That's what that's a a movie that I watch while I'm wrapping gifts. Okay. It's my own little that's mini your tradition. tradition? Yeah, cool. it's like kind of like one of those things brings me back to childhood. Oh, yeah. And I observe and watch all like. I, I still pick up to this day. I pick up that that the movie came out in the like early '90s, and I still pick up something new, new, yeah, something new. Yeah. What someone was doing or saying, and and like up until recently, like three, maybe three or four years ago, that house was actually for sale. Oh wow! Yeah, so it made it like super interesting. Uh, so then I start watching even more. I'm like. Dude, that was like in the early 90s. That was just a bomb house back then. It's still like this beautiful, gorgeous house. I'm like, dude, we're talking about like 20-something yeah. years ago. And that, that house is still like a legit, like, holy smokes, look at this gorgeous piece of house, man. Speaking of that, did you know President-elect was in number two? Trump? Oh, yeah. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, it's that way, kid. I had no idea. Yeah. I just found that out. And I was like, oh, there he is. Okay. I, yeah, they I never noticed it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I forgot about that too until they somebody said it recently. Yeah, that is, it's actually kind of funny. So kind of switching gears, what do you guys feel? I know we did touch upon like you know uh, holiday shopping. What's your guys' take on like the shopping aspect of like Cyber Monday and Black Friday? Do you guys do them? Do you guys not do them? Are you anti them? Do you try to get a deal if there is one? Do you just kind of? Yeah, I hate it. I, I'm, I'm, this might be the, the stupid side of me and just don't care. I'd rather pay a premium than have to deal with the headache. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm that guy. I, I went one year just because we were, because usually when I was like younger too, we always went, because we always had Thanksgiving off, we always went to Virginia, my aunt's house um, down there. And one year my cousin wanted to go, because actually my, some of my family up was from Florida too. So, you know, obviously there's deals, whatever, but they had to, um, he was trying to get a laptop or something. But one of those things went like, Got up like three o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, yeah, to like no. Best Buy, and it was like, yeah. it was pointless because you had to be there early to get like a ticket and stuff. And we, at that point, nobody. This was still, I guess, relatively early in the, like the Best Buy. It wasn't really like the online. Everything was online, but so it was like, we didn't know that's where we went there, and I, I was Dude. just wanted buying something just for the heck of it. But it was like, it was pointless because we stood in line for like I don't know how long just for the, the early two thousands. It was ridiculous. When this, there was no Cyber Monday. I mean, yeah, it, no, was it was just, it was just purely getting up in the middle of the night. Yeah, no. Did we do? We had the same thing happen to us. My dad wanted to buy a laptop for my brother, and me and him at this time it was the the electronic place around us. We did have Best Buy mm. around here, but uh, the specifically the one we we're saying was Circuit City. Circuit City. Oh yeah. And so we're at Circuit City, and the same thing. We're in line. There's this DJ and everything out there. <laughs> I mean, blasting music. They're giving away uh, free donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. All oh, this well. stuff. Like they had this whole thing going, and we it was. Freezing, freezing outside. Yeah. I remember being like, me and my dad were swapping, going rotating and in the, the cars, truck. right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was that cold mm-hmm. out. So we're about like 25 feet away from the door. So now we're both just standing there. We're like, oh my gosh, we're out there for like several hours. Yeah. And we finally get up front to realize the same thing. You need all that time for nothing because you needed a voucher that for, we didn't have this voucher. Yeah, for that specific know. laptop. Yeah. And it was like, no wonder. It was like, you know, this laptop. Is like two hundred dollars when it was yeah, normally exactly. like two thousand yeah. dollars. They only like had like four two available, of them. Right? Yeah, exactly yeah. for that deal, whatever it is. So. Yeah, and, and that was like the the one known time I ever went. I was like, never again. I'm yeah. not getting up three o'clock in the morning. But now, you know, that's what it was. Shortly after that, they started pushing more and earlier, and I was like, you know, you have to get in the middle of Thanksgiving Day for all <laughs> yeah. that to go. Uh, which is hilarious because I think I actually came out with like a because uh, I, I I felt I 
I had like the pride in me, like wanted to come out with something because I didn't. Because my mom was busting her chops about this the whole time. She's like, it doesn't work. That you don't ever get deals. It's like a big gimmick. They raise the prices and then drop them and make it seem like. She came up with this whole pessimistic thing, and uh, so I ended up coming back home with like a John Mayer CD, <laughs> which is hysterical. And that's what it was too. It was like I, I we bought. It was like we stayed there. We got up at three o'clock in the morning to do something. I was like, I bought. I was the only one who bought something that day. And it was like a, it was like some game that I was like, I want to buy anyway. It was, it was like on sale somewhat, not even like barely. It was like full price, but it was like a special edition where it was like thirty bucks, or whatever. And then like a week later, a better version of it came out at the same <laughs> price. I'm like, I just wasted money on this when I could have got a better version for like ten bucks cheaper. That's funny. Uh, me and my wife actually went one year, got up early, did the whole thing, and did pretty well. I mean, I don't even know. If, we got deals, but I don't know if they're considered if they're if you actually did the math, I don't know if they were actual deals. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. for us, it was more in this. We would I would never do the whole thing go on Thanksgiving. Yeah. We went early, like that Friday morning or like whatever it was. Like I think we got up like four in the morning, mm-hmm. five in the morning, something like that. And we were out, we were out about it. But um, we just were we just got married, and it was fun. Like we had fun with it because. Mm-hmm. We knocked out like ninety percent of our Christmas shopping. Okay. I think that was the goal more than saving. Yeah, exactly. Like we knew we weren't. We didn't have vouchers. We didn't have whatever. But there were certain stores that were doing. It was like a they call it like a ticking time bomb or whatever. Mm. So like every hour, yeah. like the price of something goes up, mm. or they have every hour up until like noon they have certain another thing goes on sale. Mm. So we, I forget. I think I want to say it was Boscovs or like mm. something like that. Every Scoffs, hour they had Boscovs. they had something that we ended up going back for and getting for that specific hour, and it was actually crazy because we saw people pay double what we paid while hmm. we're waiting in line for like the next thing. Huh. Like what? Like say we bought something. I I don't even know what it was. Like it was like a cologne or something. Like the cologne was like sixty five bucks. We ended up paying like twenty five dollars for it, right? Mm-hmm. Like a nice size bottle, like Dolce Gabbana, like light blue, right? And then an hour later, literally saw someone bought pay fifty bucks for it. They still got a deal, but it was fifty bucks where we paid literally twenty five dollars for right. that. So there, I mean, I know that there are legit deals out yeah. there. It's just. You got to compare, is it worth it? Do you yeah, have yeah, off yeah. or are you taking off? So now you got to think, now you're yeah, using exactly. up eight hours of your day. People are like, well, I took off. I'm like, yeah, but you got to understand, that's a day that you're taking off. Right. Because there is stuff all day. It's, it's the big ticket items you have to get up like matter in the morning. Yeah. For, but there's there's always sales all day. You can just go there and, and roam around, especially in department stores. Like you talk about Boscov's or like right. JCPenney, whatever it is. Look, there's going to be stuff on sale no matter what. Yeah. It's just the big ticket items you have to get there mad early and try to get a voucher and all stuff. And those are the ones you're trying to get. You and far between. Yeah, like this this year we went, but we didn't do like the whole like get up at five. We just did that one time. First of all, we didn't have a kid. We just got married, and we had, let's just say we had the energy for it. Yeah, anyway, exactly. we really didn't. You know, we weren't tied down to anything. Um, so so we're just like let's just that's I never did it. Let's just do it. Experience for, something for you want to do time, once. I did it with my dad, but we did it when I did it with my dad. Like I said, we just went to Circuit City and came home, yeah. and we were pissed. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't even exactly. like that's why that was wasn't like, a good experience. That's why I was like one one and done with me. I was like never did it again. Yeah, like, no. But um, like this year we went, but we just went like whenever we wanted to. It wasn't yeah. like we were going to hit a certain sale. Yeah. We did it for the same purpose. Like it's a, it's a day we have off. Let's see how much we can get done. Just to kind of, I like it for us. It's basically like it sets the tone for the mm. holiday season. We get let's knock out like four or five people at least, yeah, exactly. And then it gives us a good head start, so we're not like going you know crazy during the week and like like right now we got such a good head start, and then now we're behind again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know if that's a tra- that'll ever be a tradition for us because we're kind of just going on like the fly. Like, eh, yeah, we'll see how we feel. Yeah, sure. I'm just buy online. Well, that's the whole thing with you know, Manny. You're saying, um, you know, the Cyber Monday. There's no line waiting. There's no nothing. Exactly. Like it's just you're just jump. Open up your laptop or computer or whatever your cell phone yeah, now. For yeah, it's the same thing. Like you said, like every hour there's something different. Like Amazon or whatever stores do the exact same thing. Like oh, check in here. There's a deal coming up here. See what there. It's like a hidden whatever. But when it pops up, you can hurry and buy those certain items and all. So it's like same. Does the same exact thing. It's just sitting in your on your in your underwear as opposed to yeah. you go to the store. So putting that much thought into a gift. What about the flip side? Have you ever received like a horrible gift that you were like, wow, it was like you didn't even think. Or you just felt like you definitely just received the gift just because it was like the act of it and not really, because really truly, the point of giving a gift is to give something to that person that yeah. would actually applies to them or is meaningful to them. We've a lot of times we've gotten into this thing where it's like just get a freak, just get something, yeah. you know, because yeah. you're so because there's so many people to buy for. There's so yeah. many, and you get over it's like just get it. Yeah, I don't care, and you end up buying like something like. What Why in the world that, do we yeah. buy? Or it's just something, the same thing. Whereas I received this like the same gift from this like person it was like, not that I'm not grateful for whatever, but it's you. I just it's totally thoughtless. Like I don't even know if I this is a gift. The only way I would say that this is a gift is because I received it as a present and it, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> Otherwise, the actual meaning yeah. of a gift it was yeah. like that was the most. Care- it's like armor all for my tires. Oh okay, you received something you didn't pay for, so it's a gift to you. Yeah, that so that's a, that's the only way that. Technically, it was a gift. Otherwise, you just didn't give two, you know, craps about it. Yeah. You're just like, but like I said, I was like, you know, you're not gonna be. I don't. I don't think I didn't get any. I don't remember something that was thoughtless. Yeah. I did ask for something one year, a couple years ago. I was like, all I want is this. It's all. Don't get me anything else. I literally. And I think all, what it was was a massage. I got something. I got a couple different gifts. And the only one I was concerned with was the small little like credit card looking thing that was like, hey, here's an hour. Yeah. Okay. It came up empty. I was, I was hurt. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all I, all I wanted was a massage. Well, the four other items you got me, like I, I appreciate it. But that's not what I wanted. Uh, so I wouldn't say thoughtless. It was just like, man, eh, they just didn't. You know, go with my wishes. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it was thoughtless because the other the other items were cool and I appreciated it. But it was like all I wanted was a massage. You had to get nothing, nothing else. Yeah, nothing. But I will say this: last year I said for the first time, I said, "Listen, don't get me anything." I literally because I really after that one time I was like I really don't care for it. If I want it, I'm just gonna go get it. Yeah. So I actually said, "Don't get me anything," and I always say it, and every I think a lot of people say it. But do you really mean it? Okay, so the old lady actually, you know, she put pen to paper. She's like, all right, you wrote that check and I'm going to cash it. I got nothing, literally, for the first time last year. <laughs> I, I was I was hurt, bro. <laughs> you guys laughed. You got what you asked for. I got what I asked for, but I, I was like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Dude, by 11, I wasn't okay with it. I was like, I thought about it. I was like, man, everybody, and I'm just looking around. I was just sipping on coffee, and I was like, I didn't get one thing from my fam from my family or my kids or whatever and i really thought it wouldn't bother me yeah, so yeah, this yeah. year i told him i was like listen i know what i said last year i get it <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean it i, don't mean it. I was like i need something to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. just something so even yeah. if it's one thing i just want one thing to open it could be the dumbest thing in the world yeah but get me one thing but I, I i said that so for anybody out there who thinks like i don't need it try it once 
your butt will get hurt, and then you'll be like, all right, just give me something. something even if something little. Socks. That's give me funny. socks. Socks and razors. I don't, I'm good with that. But, yeah, that was uh, that was something that I did. I was like, I probably won't do that again. I'm not going to ask for nothing again. <laughs> but I, I know, like, like almost the same line, like, like you said, like, I'm a terrible person to get gifts for because whatever I want, I just, I just put them in. Right, right, but the fact, you know, I'm single with having family. I don't have to pay. I don't have those extra expenses, so I, you know, I have... See, and I, to buy whatever, and I won't. I won't get that. But if you get something that was like, man, you really thought that through. Yeah. I th- I remember those more yeah. um, than the ones you you didn't get what you asked for. So, or as far as thoughtless is concerned, I, I, I I've given. Have you given thoughtless gifts? Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> called, this might be better to talk about. They're, uh, they're called gift cards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I um I I've uh. I've asked for stuff before and, and not received them, and I'm talking the same thing, like stuff that costs like ten bucks, and yeah. didn't get them. And then back of my mind, I'm like, you just why not? You just bought me something that was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. I said if that if you didn't know what else to get me and you want to basically be thoughtless, get this one thing, and they did. And meanwhile, I just wanted all these little stuff. It was like books. Like I rather just get a like. And I'm not saying I just rather get books, but I'm saying there's these specific books that I said, you know what? Why am I going to buy them? I, that's a that's a cool like that's easy gifts. Here's the titles, boom, boom, boom. and well, I'll here. appreciate it. Yeah, right. No, I end up having to buy the damn books myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know why I try to even get creative with that one. Yeah. So now I just you know I'm just like let's just get the big let's get the big boys then. Just not, here's our budget. This is what we're spending on each other. Boom, spend all that on this. Boom, that's it. Because okay. I already know. Yeah. It's not going to work the other way because it's just not. It yeah. hasn't. It never did. I'm, I'm good at So, like, for me, I'm, I am a horrible, like, birthday guy, Valentine's guy, Mother's Day guy. Not my thing. I just, not that it's not my thing. I'm that thoughtless where I just don't think it's important yeah. enough all the time. I do it for sometimes. Anyway. I'll like Christmas is the one where I'll go like and spend the money and I okay. and I'm I'm okay with that. So like one year was was computers and you know ear you know wireless earphones when they weren't that cheap and all that. So Christmas is a good one for me. But my mom always loses. There was a, there was probably like a 4 year period where it was just candles. I'd go to just the Yankee just get the Yankee candle <laughs> and just get a bunch say. a bunch of fragrances. And that, that was a throwaway like I knew she would use it. Yeah, she would appreciate it. I knew my where my money was going. Yeah, it was kind of a go to. But after year four, and clean linens was sold out, <laughs> you know, and I'm going like now I'm starting to get all these like weird Arabian aromas. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I'm I'm reaching out. Like, every set across yeah. the board. It's yeah. just like sunset smell. It's like man, I'm really stretching here. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. You know, new car smell. Yeah, and I was like, man, I gotta get something different. I can't keep getting the same damn yeah. candle for yeah. the last four years. Oh, that was. That I remember was getting something for someone, the same same thing. I never got them a candle before, and uh, so I felt like you know what that thought popped in my head. I never got them a candle before. Let me go for the candle okay. thing this year, right? So I'm like I'm actually putting thought into this because I never got this person that right. I'll never forget, dude. I I so excited because it was like. Like I said, I spent time, you know, in these stores, this Hallmark store or whatever. You're in there smelling all these things. And it just made it like, it didn't bother me. I thought it was interesting. I didn't realize I had this many. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just in there smelling like, oh, man. Oh, man. You smell some weird ones. 
they open up the gift and it's like, oh, cool, great, nice. Another candle to add to the collection. Literally grabbed it and put it on a shelf with like 14 other candles. I didn't know the shelf existed. I didn't know, but literally did it in front of my face and set it in front of my face. Ooh. Yeah, so in back of my mind, I'm like, oh. Well, that was interesting because another candle in the back of my mind, I could think two things. First of all, even if it was another candle that I gave you every single year, why which it wasn't. using them? Why are you not burning them? No, but why, why are you even saying that in front of the, the, the person? The person? Yeah. yeah. Second of all, I never got, I actually never bought you a candle. Right. So I don't even know why, that, that it makes it even more careless on your end. Is that was Johnny? Is that was Johnny in, in the yeah. story? It was Johnny in the story. Oh man, that was worse than Johnny. How'd you feel? Uh, I got mad. I just got mad because I was like, I actually, like I just said the story, like I was actually picking out this candle because I'm, I don't, I didn't know like what else, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but and, it goes back to what you said, like even if you gave somebody a dollar and didn't, they don't, they're ungrateful for it, like you want to take it back immediately. Oh dude, yeah. I wanted to get that candle and like throw it like across the room or something. Like I was just, I was just staring at it sitting on that shelf and all, and I literally like that person like walked away and I'm staring at the candle like thinking of like, dude, I definitely spent, I was picturing me in this store for like 45 minutes smelling all these different candles. I'm like, well, and then those candles aren't even cheap. No, they're not that cheap. Uh, Oh man, I just get like fired up thinking about it. You want to take back all like all 18 candles that you have on the shelf? Yeah, I remember my mind, I'm like, I'm never giving you a gift ever again. Until next year. Uh, then, I, then I got her like four candles the next year. <laughs> Add a spite. Hey, take that. Put that on the shelf. You get like the biggest candle you could ever find. No, no, no. I bought candles and shelves. Yeah. <laughs> you got a whole other shelf just to put oh, no more right. candles on. Here's a shelf for the next four. Uh, <laughs> I really did. Uh, oh, yeah. I went spiteful on the next year. Oh, candles and a shelf I bought. So, so what do you guys think of uh, re-gifting? Is that something you ever done, or is it something that you know, or you know, what do you when you think of it? What do you think of? I might have done it by accident because I don't remember. To be honest with you. Sometimes there's new stuff. Like we, we just had a, a board game that was up in my up in my attic that we got for my son that I had <laughs> no idea, or I just totally forgot that it was there and it was still in plastic. So I'm I'm sure we might have done it. I don't think. I, w- I wouldn't do it consciously. I don't yeah. think I would have the heart to do it. Like, you no, know, like, oh, well, you know, somebody gave me that and re-gift it. I wouldn't do it, but I get it. Yeah. I get it. Why not give it to somebody who's actually going to put use if, to it? If yeah, it's just if, sitting there, why why, why leave it here? Yeah, if somebody else, if you're not ever going to use it, I mean, yeah. but I mean. Again, wouldn't do it. But you don't it. give it back to the same person who gave it to you. I, well, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. There's rules to it. See, I like I said, like, if it was something, like whatever that fit that person fit the description per- yeah it actually exactly. doesn't bother me um it's like if i re- if i were to receive a like re-gifted what's it called it feels something that was like yeah like i'll take that like for me i just think of like books i'll take a used book yeah um and and you're like well i read it and you know it didn't do anything for me but it's like in my industry it's like a person development book and i don't have them like i don't i don't give a crap if you read it 10 times and you just gave it to me yeah. as a christmas gift that's perfectly fine with me. My thing is kind of what you're saying is like, dude, if you're to the point where you're so careless that, so, or they know someone who gave that to you, yeah, that's yeah. just like you're you're hitting levels of like that's almost like borderline like ungratefulness as well. Yeah, exactly. There's no borderline there. That's just yeah. Well, no, you're right because it is borderline. It's not. It's it could be more because it's situ- area. It's it's situa- situational because yeah. then what if someone wanted to get you something, mm-hmm. but they couldn't afford it. 
which in my mind don't get anything. That's your tip for the day. Uh, and but they they want it to so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh my gosh, I just want to give them something yeah, yeah. or whatever. And it ends up being something like that. For the most part, people you and someone said that, and people were like, "You would understand, yeah. I guess." To so it's it's very situational, I guess. I don't know, but so is life. <laughs> I mean, when you put yourself in other people's shoes, then you understand why they right. do the stuff that they do. Exactly. Right. Um, so, ah, whatever. It doesn't. It honestly it doesn't do it. Uh, yeah, I guess do it. Don't do it. Doesn't move me one way or another. As long as yeah. You- well, people people talk about karma about with this. You know, law, same thing. Law of attraction. They talk about karma. It's like it's bad karma to do it. And it's for that reason that it's ungrateful. So basically someone's giving to you and it's like you're acting as a repellent. Right. So now you're not going to get, it's kind of like the ungrateful child. Now mm-hmm. you're not, makes me not want to give it to you. Right. And that's the universe coming back to you. Like, oh, someone gives you a gift and what you do, you give it right back to somebody else. As if taking ownership, as if this was a very well thought out something that I give you. Now what you're going to get, you're going to get a re-gifted piece of crap next year right. from someone else. It's the boomerang. Right. It's karma. It's law of attraction. Whatever you want to disguise this thing, it's true, man. But I, to me, I, I don't really care enough to uh, have anything, you know, in, you know, solid about regifting. It's kind. Of, it, at some level, it's actually kind of funny. I think if someone just like legit get away with this stuff, I, yeah, I don't if you know call why. Call somebody out. That'd be hilarious. I don't know why. I just think regifting's hilarious. Uh, it, it's it's funny to some level. I don't know why it's funny to me, but I. If someone like there's people who have closet fulls of gift of gifts that they don't like and they literally give them to people for like other well, occasions. That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole other level of see of stuff. <laughs> talking about situational like that's that's different. Like say you got say you have a child right and, and it's clothes and yeah. the kid grows out of clothes but it's in in the like literally in the wrapper. It's got the stickers and everything on it, right? And you were gifted to somebody else. What well, to me that's like. What was I gonna do? Throw it away or donate it? I'd rather give it to somebody who I know who's going to yeah. get use out of it. So I'm good with that. You know, it's yeah. situational, like you, like you said. I don't know. It's weird. It's funny. Uh, I I think it's because I saw something happen, like a couple things happen, that I think it's funny. Um, and it, which is the reason why I just try to make a point to just get somebody. I try to anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I might, like you said, I might have done it. I don't even know. Right. right. Um. Just because you don't want to get caught up in like the, like funny situations, man. Uh, speaking of funny situations, what have you had any funny experiences uh, during the holiday season as a kid or with your kids? Um, and have your kids ever been ungrateful for a gift? So my, I don't even know if it's funny. It's more traumatizing than anything. So <laughs> how my house was set up, there's an attic. And I still, you know, for all the people who have kids in the car, you know, turn it off. But. That's the point I found out that, you know, he wasn't real. So my dad went upstairs and the 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 ladder was giving him trouble. And I remember him working on it like in the summer. And I remember the noise that it made. And it was, I had to be 12 o'clock at night. It was a big Christmas for us. It must have been because he went up a couple times. So I'm like hearing things. And all of a sudden I kind of opened my eyes. And it's right there. You know, my house yeah, growing yeah, up yeah. was small. So the hallway was right there. Yeah. And my head was right in the doorway. And I was and I'm looking, so I go out, and I literally thought to myself, I was like, I was like, Santa, I was like, no way, man, he's getting through the attic, right? So I come out, and um, my dad is coming down in his drawers, like <laughs> in his skivvies, is his white skivvies. I'll never forget, but he's bringing like the toys down, and I remember looking up, like kind of looking down the hallway and just seeing his feet, and I'm so disappointed. I was just like, 
all right, I'm going to bed. I was like, this is this is it. That's that's how we've gotten toys all these years. Like, I can't believe this is how it happens. It was my dad coming down in the drawers <laughs> with the boxes. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I was so disappointed. The- I didn't say anything because I had a brother at that point. Yeah. But, oh, man, it kind of was like crushing. It was like, oh, that's, that's how hard I find to take out. in at the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but that was the one where I was like, God. It was funny because not yeah. thinking about it as a kid, I like, your dad's in your underwear. And I was probably me. That'll be me going up to my attic, bringing it down <laughs> at some point. But. That was uh, that was me at probably seven, eight years old. That's funny. Yeah, if if anybody knows the whole like the recent tradition with the uh, the elf in the shelf kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. If you have kids, I think at this point, you know, you might want to shut this off. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but um, it's if you if you do it with your kids, it's it's actually funny more than I think it complicates things. People say it helps it. I don't know. But anyway, I, to me, it's comical. And uh, so the point of this thing is the this elf. Um, I actually probably have no re- like business probably even telling what this thing is because I actually didn't read the book or anything. or what. There's Apparently, there's a movie. Anyway, I think the general concept is, is there's this little toy elf that you position somewhere in the house. And it is watching the children... Uh, throughout the day and when the kids go to bed apparently the elf reports back to santa and when the kids wake up you know and tell santa whether this child was naughty or nice and santa then sends the elf back and says okay you know takes report puts you on a naughty list whatever or the you know the good list and then sends the elf back so when the kids wake up the elf is in a different location so it appears that the elf went to the north pole and then come goes to the North Pole and comes back every night. Um, and so people, you know, parents are able to use this as a crutch for behavior to be a better child, which on one end, I all I want to do is die laughing um, because um, it's hysterical. And uh, this is where we are in America right now. Uh, this is that we're disciplining our kids by a, a ragdoll uh, hanging around yeah. on a holiday that you guys have exploited and abused uh and this is where we are but on the other end um i've seen some some of this stuff work like i saw like kids actually behave mm-hmm. with yeah, certain, it'll work. Uh, but i think the whole thing behind it is it's it's a uh, it's funny but anyway so what i wanted to say after i just probably demolished what this thing is for which i think that's what the whole no, story yeah. is because i was talking to heck about it last week and he, he said almost literally the same exact thing yeah. so just okay. getting your kids to behave you get a month of just okay well, now they have a birthday one. Oh god oh <laughs> so for goodness. the month of your birthday you can buy an outfit for this thing oh. and it's dressed for birthday Stop. celebration Stop. yeah so <clears throat> the memes are pretty epic on these things though that's what i'm saying the, i think they're funny the the whole what people are doing with these yeah uh, the elves it's hysteric. That's where I guess I'm getting the f- why it's comical it's funny, in the yeah. back of my mind because they're going like you know doing all these crazy yeah. stuff. And I did like I did one myself like one funny crazy scene, but that was it. Um, the rest is like, dude, who has? T- I don't have time for this, dude. I'm like tired as hell, man. Oh, hold on, and I'm the one that does it. Do you want to talk about being lazy? Genius, but there was a, a parent I heard. My I don't know. My wife told me. Somebody told me, but on the um, the elf came out. But with the elf, they were to know. They said, unfortunately, you know, the elf has been bitten by one of the reindeer's ticks, 
and it has Lyme disease. So I'm going to have to stay in this position the whole season. I thought to myself, I was like, that is unbelievable. Like that is, That's great. Like They literally wrote it out and they read it to the kid and Mr. Elf stays right there and that's kind of what it is. That, talking about that, I mean, that is genius for a parent who doesn't want to move it three inches every day. So That's hilarious. I saw something like that, too, where uh, they they wrapped the legs up in like this bandage and said he broke his legs. Yeah. Landing. Had a bad landing and broke his legs on arriving here at the house. That's great. And the same thing. The dog, But it was like the position they had this thing in, which I was dying laughing. Yeah. It was like on the couch, but it looked like I was falling off the couch. And it was just mm, laying broken. like this for like however many weeks or whatever. Oh, but, uh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Cool. So the kids named this thing. Um, it's pretty much gotten out of hand. Uh, America, wake up. Soon it's going to be off on the shelf all year long. Yeah. It's like we really have a ragdoll right now. Like that's like controlling our children. But anyway, so I guess it's just the power. You know what it is? Chucky. It's the power that we're giving it. Mm-hmm. It's the power that the parents are giving it because it's yeah. it's determining whether or not this child gets what they want for Christmas. Yeah. Um, so th- we give it power, and the kids realize that how much power it has. So it's a respectable thing to them. But this is how you should be as a parent, though. Your kids should be. You should be able to discipline, and, you know, and navigate your 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 child's life in such a way without a ragdoll. Right. Sure. Um, I mean, that's what we did. So, uh, all right, so let's uh, move on to the final segment titled, uh, What Would You Do? And, well, you guys explain, why are people so stressed now? Realize when, when you know, this is going to be aired and people are listening to this. This is, you know, day after, two days after Christmas. And so, I guess the stress release so are over, uh, depending on what you celebrate. But let's, we're talking specifically about Christmas. But why... Uh, why are people so stressed during the holiday season, and and how can they limit this? They're stressed. I mean, it is what it is. It's money. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses. They want to give a gift, and then they're worried about is the gift going to match what they're what they're going to receive in yep. return. It's about money, man. The is obligation. it is it big enough? Is it good enough? Is the obligation or, or the 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 feeling that oh my god, I have to give this person a gift when. That's not what it's about. It's about money. It's about do you have the cash to buy something for somebody? That's all it is. Yeah. That's anyway. That's what I think it is. Anyway, it, it's, yeah. a lot of it's about money because people who have money and then can provide gifts. I would love to give everybody. If I had all the money in the world, I'd give everybody in my family a car. Like, could you imagine yeah. giving everybody? Like, like it would Oprah, be fantastic. Right. Right. Yeah. But if it's yeah, just I think money. yeah, I think you're right. I think it's meeting certain expectations that are placed on it. Um, I also think it's well, obviously it's money. And, and also poor planning because there's times, perfect example, like me and my wife have budgeted f- since November and we've, you know, everything has been set aside and we're behind on Christmas shopping. Here we are a week. Well, when, when you guys are listening to this, it'll be over and I will be have finished. Yes. <laughs> and I'll have celebrated and it's fantastic. Um, but we got behind and it had nothing to do with the money. It was just disorganization. Uh, and, you know, things pop up and here and there, but, I mean, you can't start off ahead and then just let it get away. You let it get away. Hmm. And I think... He's I coming think, to grips with it during, yeah, on, the, on the podcast. Yeah. He's working I out. also think that because of poor planning um, and, 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 you know, if money was a situation in the past, money was, you know, a stressful thing for me as well. And, and I understand that. And that's all you can think of. And, like, you, I, it, it just messes up the holiday season. If you don't do it right, 
in your in, for you whatever mm-hmm. right is for you um and if you know you're that person you know they tell you know, what do you what do you tell someone who doesn't have money or what do you tell somebody like, dude, you got to plan earlier or you got to start earlier mm-hmm. than uh if this is what you want to do mm-hmm. if you want to participate in the madness of this exploited holiday then you got to start a little bit you know uh earlier because yeah. otherwise you got to understand this is just what's happening is uh just you're feeding into the world. I mean, to, also away from financial side of things, you know, there's a time when family gets together. Oh, guess what? Not all families get along. Right. So they feel like they're going to have to be stuck with each other. It's like, oh, that's stressful. Yeah. You know, that's stressful to, um, I know for us or for, for me, it feels like, you know, growing up as kids, we always spent time together. Well, your families grow, you get nieces and nephews, all your cousins have kids, they now have their own families, have their own in-laws, and it's like, oh, well, we still want to get together, but, you know, how are we going to do it? And there's just yeah. a lot of, like, planning, and just, it becomes stressful because you want to be able to, you know, give or do whatever with, with the same well, if they visit, family like, member. Yeah, that if they you, visit, like, three houses in the same right. day. And stuff cool, like that. I figure we, um, in our in our family, we grew up together, so it's like, okay, we, we got to see each other because that's all we've known forever. Yeah. But as you continue to grow older, you know, not necessarily grow apart, but your families grow, so Expands. you get pulled in different, yeah, you get pulled in different directions. So that becomes stress for everybody. It's like, oh, well, do I get this person something? Because yeah. if I don't, yeah, so it's all a bunch of pull, but. Yeah, no, I mean, last year it happened to us. I mean, we're supposed to, you know, go to my mom's in the morning, but and then go to my in-laws uh, in the afternoon. Um, and and what happened was, you have, is, is kind of what you're saying, you have, we have our immediate family, then we have our own little families, right. and then all have in-laws. Mm-hmm. So it's like boom, boom, boom. Um, and then people have, you know, all other stuff they have to deal with when it comes to family dynamics. Yeah. So certain people aren't, you know, didn't show up on time, or if one thing... You know, is there some level of kink in the chain, so to speak? It kind of like filters on the down and it or trickles on down to the rest of the day, and it kind of it messed up time wise. The timeline was off, Mm -hmm. and here we are, me and my wife and my son were rushing out of my mom's house, literally someone handing us a gift, and we're walking outside, and like Mm -hmm. didn't even open it in front of them or nothing. And dude, it messed me up. I'm driving to my in laws' house, like straight up crying like a grown man crying not had nothing to do with opening gifts had nothing to do with receiving or nothing i just felt so bad for like to me it was like the experience of like and all i kept saying is like this is not christmas yeah Yeah. this isn't what christmas is supposed to be we're not supposed to be flying for one what is the point my my if i known this was going to be like this i wouldn't have gone no stayed home yeah i mean what's the point it's because it was so stressful Stressful, that and i the whole day, all I felt was bad. That was my Christmas. All I just felt all bad because I, 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 I felt rushed out of one place. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see certain people, mm-hmm. and then when we did get to see him, we're flying out the door. Yeah. Then we went to my in-laws' house, and then we're there. And then all I could think of is, you know, if everyone's still back at my mom's house, then I'm now now I'm over there rushing around and then we leave there and then come back to my house and half the one person already had freaking left and then I'm I'm starting to feel bad again because then we left the in-laws house like in a kind of in a rush so the whole day I was just feeling bad the whole day it was just like this weird vicious cycle of just feeling bad like that was it was one of my favorite Christmases with me my wife and my son 
But outside of that, it was a disaster. Yeah. And that I don't want. I don't. I would. I would never wish that. Uh, I hope that never happens again because that was just the feeling that I got was I looked forward to something. You pl- did all. We did all this planning. We made sure we were like everything was organized. We're there on time. We're there. Everything went so smooth, and it was like, what the freaking hell just happened? Like mm-hmm. this is a disaster. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. Can you do for someone who doesn't have money for gifts? I literally thought of one. What I got from um, my brother was uh, a coupon. I'll watch your kids for the day. Oh. For yeah. somebody, you know, a college student who yeah, can't we did really that. do that, do a coupon book. I'd, I've heard it before, but it'd actually be done now. He took he took his time and made like a cool little, and almost a, cert, a legit certificate. Yeah. And he took time to do it, and it was funny. It was like, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. But it was here, you know, you know, cash is in whatever, between the months of whatever, and it had an expiration date. So it was funny, and I was like, ah, oh, you took time. I actually appreciated that more than yeah, true. not getting something physically. Well, yeah, and it's also for, you know, you got to think about there's people who do have, who are in the opposite way come from wealthy families mm-hmm. and what do you get is the, the the famous question what do you get someone who has everything, everything right? and i never forget this it was an interview they had with J- jennifer lopez and they asked she's like i just she's like i just don't want someone to feel bad that they had she's like i literally can get whatever i want right she's like i don't want someone feeling so obligated that they have to like like they're gonna like blow me away with whatever she's like what blows me away is like when you know, like a niece or nephew like draws a, a picture for me and frame and gets it framed or something like that. And that gift, like, I cherish those gifts more than, you know, you, you know, someone bought me, you know, like a, you know, $50,000 like necklace or something like that because they're trying to like impress me or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, what's going to stay with me, that little picture. But, uh, yeah, and, and that, that's just it. Get creative, make them, make them <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. seriously. Get out those creative juices. Start walking around through what you know your little craft store or whatever it is. Start going on a uh, Etsy and and uh, I don't even know if Etsy's still alive. Uh, what's the other one? Pinterest. Pinterest. Uh, go on those sites. Get creative. You know, do whatever you got to do. Make a gift. I think it'd be fantastic. You have fun doing it. You know what? And I guarantee you the other person will understand that you put in time. And if they don't, then you know what I mean. Then don't get them something next year. Tell Johnny to go to hell. Just get him. Just buy him candles and more shelves. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, let's wrap this up with quotes from Joe Lostein, Dan Savage, and Giselle. So the first one from Joe Lostein: Christmas is the perfect time to celebrate the love of God and family, and to create memories that will last forever. Jesus is God's perfect, indescribable gift. The amazing thing is that not only were we able to receive this gift, but we are able to share it with others on Christmas and every other day of the year. Joe Osteen. Next one by Dan Savage. I wouldn't say that holidays are manufactured by corporations, but they're certainly exploited and mined by them. And the last one, Giselle Bunchkin. Christmas and the holidays are seasons of giving. It's a time when people are more kind and open-hearted. There you go. That's by Giselle. Thank you, guys. If you're new, once again, thank you for listening. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. 
The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.